Hey everybody, this is Senior Pastor Joshua B. Carson saying thank you for tuning into the CT Podcast. We hope that your time here, whether you're driving down the road or whether you're sitting at home with a journal and listening in, we hope that it's effective. Maybe it'll be inspirational, encouraging, maybe it'll be thought-provoking. Regardless of what session you're listening to, we truly pray that this is a benefit to you and to your family. God bless and enjoy the podcast. I'm turning your attention today to the book of Judges. Been doing this a little bit lately on Sunday mornings. I know that that's not the most exciting 10 a.m. concept. Let's go to the book of Judges. Uh, but it's where we're at, and I think the Lord's been helping us, and I'm thankful. Thankful for what He's been doing. I'm thankful for what He is doing. Judges 6, verse 12. I'm going to let you know ahead of time so that we're not reading indefinitely. I'm going to read verses 12 through 16. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now it didn't feel like this to Gideon because when the Lord finds him, he is hiding and he is threshing. But the Lord called him a mighty man. And Gideon said, verse 13, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us. I don't think Gideon's the only one to ever feel that way. He's delivered us into the hands of of the Midianites. And you might not have used that language, Midianites, but you might have say, I feel delivered into this sickness or this distress or this issue of life. And the Lord, the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this thy might and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. And watch the end of this verse. Have not I sent thee? He said unto him, Oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Here come the excuses. My family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least of the least of the families. And the Lord said unto him, Here's how. Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. I want to... uh, Preach as I feel from the Lord for this particular service under this topic. God knows your hiding place. God knows your hiding place. I would subtitle today with a question. Are you hiding in him or from him? Are you hiding in him or from him. Would you pray with me? Lord, we love you and we thank you for what we have felt. We thank you for this great worship. They have, they have done so amazing today, these musicians and singers leading and trying to entertain the presence of the Lord because we know from your word that when we worship you, you inhabit the praises of your people. And so we have sang songs to declare your splendor. We have lifted our hands and we have lifted our voices. We have clapped unto you doing what we know to invite your presence. 
But you have chosen according to the word of God the foolishness of preaching. And I pray that you would use the next few minutes that we're gathered. Help my tongue, oh God. Let it be anointed that I might preach under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The word which I feel for this day. We pray that we would be receptive and let everyone say amen. Amen. God bless you and you may be seated. It hit the news in January of this particular year, January of 2023, a story ran about a 15-year-old who you will see on the screens behind me, a 15-year-old playing hide-and-seek, found in another country six days later. For all the nervous parents in the room, you just had a chill go through. For all of the other parents in the room, you're like, well, serves them right. He was playing hide and seek with his friends, 15 years old, and because he did not want to lose, he went into a container. Somehow, somebody did not thoroughly check the container, and he was locked inside. Here's how he was locked inside. He fell asleep. That means he had been hiding for a while. If you have long enough to fall asleep, they're not finding you, okay? you're playing a multi-day game, you know, I'm usually not one to say get an Xbox, but it's probably time. But this boy, this 15-year-old was playing in Bangladesh with his friends, and six days later, they opened a container in Malaysia only to find this scared young boy who had spent time in the air as they had lifted that container and landed onto a ship and then sailed and found Newport and was opened up. All of this to simply say, A, thank God he was okay, But B, you better be careful where you hide. (laughs) And the seasoned believers in this room here on this Sunday morning, you know if you have been a believer for any period of time, any stretch or any season, you know because it is human nature. There are times when we try to do it our way. Anyone that says, nope, I've always just trusted in God. (laughs) Okay. Captain Spiritual, we believe you. But most of us that wear flesh have gone through seasons where we wanted to do it on our own. And when we feel on our own, we begin to look at the inadequacies. I, I don't want to take a long time, but I would tell you we need to recognize there was a grave situation in Israel at this time. The Israelites are under the oppression of the Midianites. Everyone say Midianites. They're just another one of the ites to some of us as we read through the Old Testament. They're not the Amalekites or the, 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 the great vast amount of individuals that would transition down from Agag or one of the other leaders that's not. They're the Midianites. And they're reoccurring. They're reoccurring. Here's why. They're oppressors. Can I tell you Oppressors have a tendency to get a lot of airtime. 
And the Midianites got a lot of airtime. But the reason I was starting to tell you that is because of where they came from. You can trace this lineage back to the guy that we all love. In fact, we all sang about him in Sunday school, his father Abraham. You find Abraham at the death of Sarah, and you find a new wife that comes into play, a, 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 a concubine that, that bears a son by the name of Midian, and you trace this down, and you see the sending away of Midian, and, and, and you watch this divide over a period of time. I can tell you right now, there are a lot of negative people in this world world that had good beginnings. But over a period of time, there are fractions and there are falling outs. And, and the Midianites are one of these groups that has fractioned away and there has become idolatry and there has become this oppressing tendency where now they are overtaking and they are working against the people of God. And in fact, Please hear me, ladies and gentlemen. They are winning against the people of God. But it is, no, it is no question as to why they're winning. The Bible tells us because Israel continued to do wickedly in the sight of the Lord. Please tune in for just one moment while I tell you this. It is one of the most egotistical things that any believer can do to think, well, I will act wickedly and still expect his blessing. We can't do that. The children of God have never been allowed to do that. They acted wickedly, and it is one of the thousands of times that they seem to act wickedly here in the Old Testament. But we are brought into the understanding, and the, and the Scriptures get framed in here in the beginning of this book, telling us, Israel has been wicked, and as a result, they have been delivered into the hands of the Midianites. I always heard it preached about, probably the way that you have. It would be uh, very few in here that have never heard about Gideon before. Because so many preachers, as I was being raised, have talked, Brother Scott, about when Gideon was found, he was found hiding. He was found hiding and he was working there trying to salvage some of the crops. And he was hidden in a place when the Lord found him. He wasn't hiding in God. He wasn't necessarily hiding from God. He was hiding from the Midianites. But Gideon was doing this because what I had never really been preached to, and if you've read the text, you've seen it, but I want to make sure that we're all aware. He was hiding because hiding had become the custom. Brother Richard, every, everybody that was a child of Israel, these children of Israel, hiding had become their custom. We hide from Midianites. Because the Midianites consistently would show up and they would oppress. The Bible says they would take their livestock and they would slaughter them. They would take their crops. They would wait until they would sow. This is exactly how the Bible says it to us. That, that they would wait until the seed was sown. And then they would come in and they would destroy and take the crop. So the children of Israel were left with no substance. They had no livestock that they could partake of. They had no crops that they could feast upon. And when we see this as the context of, of Gideon's life, we understand why he is back in the shadows doing his best to separate something that can be of substance for his family. 
I pause here to tell you and give you this illustration that if we are not careful, even in today, we will be children of God, feeling as though we have to hide and keep every little thing from the enemy's destruction. And the Lord comes to Gideon and he begins to speak to him and he begins to call him things that Gideon is not prepared for. He says, you are a mighty man of valor. Everybody say mighty. How many are thankful that God has the ability to see in us what we cannot see in ourselves? Woo. I'm thankful for that. But as soon as the Lord spoke to Gideon, he immediately comes with a question. If the Lord is with us. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the biggest two-letter word in the entirety of all of our grammar, if. Brother Lloyd, he steps to the, he's not, he's not really able to help it is how the, how the story seems to feel. He, he's got something that is bubbling on the inside of him. And, and I don't think he would be the only one throughout the portals of time that would stand with a question so big, with a word so small. When the Lord shows up and says, you're a mighty man of valor, and the first thing he can get through his lips is, if the Lord is with us. And there are men and women that are in this room right now, and you have been taught, and you have heard the, the joys of days gone by. That was Gideon's problem is Gideon had heard the stories about the Lord delivering them from Egypt. Gideon had been told all those great faith filled stories but if you're not careful when you're living through oppression and you're living through turmoil they turn from faith filled stories to faith filled fables. And if we're not careful we've got a generation that is going to try to take the extinguisher and say, that's great what you talk about, but I don't think God ever really did that. And I, I don't believe that the Lord ever really healed legs like that or touched eyes like that or changed hearts like that. I was preaching a 25th anniversary service in Ohio uh, on Friday. And while I was there preaching that service, they showed a picture of a woman. Her name was Naomi. Nobody hardly in that church would know it. They, that She's from many, many years ago. But I was there some 15 years ago when Naomi needed a heart transplant and she was already scheduled. I was there when she went in for surgery and they opened her body up and then they closed her and the doctor walked out of that room puzzled and said, I'm not sure what happened. Said, I don't understand this. I have, I have these tests. I, 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 I know what we're supposed to be doing. He went in the waiting room and told her husband. He said, I've never seen this and I can't figure this out. He said, but when we went in, there was a new heart already in her. I don't care what anybody said. Listen. The Midianites want you to think that stuff of the past isn't real. But we need a revival that God is real. Everything he's ever done, he is still able. I share that story today to tell you, if he could do that for Naomi 15 years ago, he can touch your body right here, right now.
Brother Frymeyer's been sick and I went to pray for him the other day. He's been sick and needs your prayers. And I was praying for him in my home. I was praying for God to touch and to give strength. And the Lord quickened me and said, you pray for healing. Ooh. Say, oh, pastor, weren't you praying for healing? I don't know. I guess not. But I tell you what I did as soon as the Lord challenged me. Brother Henderson, I went to praying. God, you're a healer. You're still a deliverer. You're able to. But when the Midianites are taking your crops, <laughs> and when the bank's taking your car, when you open the cupboard and you got ketchup for tomato soup, I'll tell you what you do. You get your little things together and you guard and you just protect and you hide and you live like you're hiding. And I don't, I don't want anybody to see what little bit I got. I don't, I don't want anybody. To. And it becomes, a, it becomes a faith-filled fable that God acts. Oh, I bet he really walked them across the Red Sea. You know that's been embellished. I bet, oh, they marched out. They stepped to the end. Pharaoh chased. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Look at us. And if we're not careful, that's what happens in our generation. We get to the place where we're adults and we remember the stories that grandma and great-grandma and grandpa and great-grandpa told. We heard stories about what Brother Urshan said. or we Man, I feel, I feel something in this room. We hear those old stories and they turn to fables in the wind. But I got news from Midian. The Lord is on our side. The Lord is on our side. The Lord is on our side. As much as he was going to deliver Moses, he's going to come and find Gideon. And I got a word for a Gideon in this hour right now. You listen, as long as Gideon would have been okay with wickedness, Brother Elder, nothing was going to change. Nothing. Nothing. The Lord did not show up and say, keep doing wickedly. I'm going to take care of it anyway. Let me give you the JBC not the KJV, the NIV, but the JBs. Lord showed up and said this. Are you sick of this yet? And Gideon went, who, me? Are you done with this? Mighty man of valor. And Gideon's in the back like this here. He's in the back. He's pulling weed apart. Huh? Watch his first response. It's the Lord. Watch. God's not intimidated by your question. Oh, you can't question God. Really? You better be normal. He knows anyway. Don't you love how sometimes we think we're hiding it from God? This word is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Sword drill, where's that found? Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is quick. Powerful. Gets to where we're at. And Gideon said, if the Lord... Listen, 
He looked at a, man, I feel some moments. He, he looked at a sniffling, saddened, frustrated, hiding. But watch this. The Midianites were showing up and taking everything. Read your history. Take a look at it. They were taking everything. Who did God come and find? He came, Brother Titus, and he found one guy that even in the midst of that had found a way to get growth. <laughs> he came and found a guy that even though they're showing up and wrecking every field and taking every single bull and they're taking every ox and they're taking every lamb and they're taking every bit of corn and every bit of wheat and they're destroying fields, God comes and finds, yeah, you might be hiding, but look at what you've grown. You've got enough growth in you to tell me. You've got enough you got enough hidden here on the side. And he came with his questions. And God came with his answers. I'm going to tell somebody in this room, I hope you'll receive this in your spirit like I feel it in my heart. God has the questions. He has the answers for your questions. He has the answers for your questions. If you're sitting here today and you say, where's the help coming from? Where are the finances going to come from? Where is the peace going to come from? I'll tell you where it's not going to come from. It's not going to come from hiding in the back corner like you are less than who you are. You are a mighty man of valor. You are a powerful woman of God. You are not meant to... You are not to be... In the back, just acting like you don't know. I've come with a word from God for you to tell you. You are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. And uh, Gideon, open, open your Bible there. Let's, let's look at it. Gideon goes on and the Lord looked on him and said, go in this thy might. You're going to save Israel. <laughs> okay, God. Um, uh, question for you. Wherewithal shall I save Israel? I know you think I'm just hiding. I'm Poe. Poe, you know what Poe is. Pose when you don't even have enough to buy the rest of the letters. I don't care if it is a dad joke. That's a good joke. Thank you. I, I thought so. I feel like telling it again. You laughing harder. That's what I'd like to do right there. So my family's poor. And I'm the least in my father's house. You know what he said? I'm not the guy. I'm not as if God was off. I know you're usually pretty good. Your percentage is high. <laughs> Hear me in this room. When he gave you that promise, he meant it. Mm -hmm. Mama, when you were up seeking God and tears were falling and you felt the angel of the Lord moving, you felt a little whisper from heaven that everything was going to be all right. He knew when he gave you that promise. He knew when he spoke that to you. Say, Pastor, the Lord didn't speak to me when you were sitting in that service and whether it was myself or somebody else preaching and something hit you and you said, whoa. 
Maybe it was one of those times you said amen and didn't mean to. Amen just came out of you. Had somebody tell me one time, they're like, I'm not really boisterous, man. I just shouted, I almost ran. I was like, you should have ran. You'd have freaked out everybody. Just scare everybody. I think, I think something happens when we, when we acknowledge that God is calling. and say, I'm not, I'm not the guy. We're not the family. I'm poor. I'm the least in my father's house. Watch, he had went from if and why. Where to how? How is this possible? It's all questions. If, why, where, how? And the Lord said, I'll tell you how. Look in your Bible at verse 16. Surely I will be with thee. Is that awkward spot? I used to have a teacher that when the cloud when the class was like being disruptive, she when she was talking, it was like won't 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 won't. She stopped talking until finally the class was looking at her. Awkward pause. Let me remind you what our grandparents told us: if he's with us. It's enough. If, if he's with you, it's enough. But I and we and us and how, he said, here's how. Surely, surely I will be with thee. And if he's with us, and so Gideon, the, the, the faithful, trusting man that, that he was, he said, you stay here. I'm going to go and make a meal. And he runs to his house. He said, if you're really, if you're really here, if, you're really, if this is true, if I'm not dreaming, if this isn't just the, 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 the anchovy pizza I had last night, you stay. And when I get back, you'll still be here. And he goes home and he gets a kid, a goat. You got to be careful when you read the KGV, KJV. He gets a kid, not a child. He gets a young goat. Comes back. Brings the flesh. Watch this story here. You got this. You, 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 you got this, this young guy who just said, we don't have anything. And all of a sudden, in one moment, he says, but I got enough to make a meal. I got enough to make a sacrifice. And he runs and he makes something and he brings it back. And the Bible says that the, that, 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 that flesh is laid there on the stone and, 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 and the broth is poured out there and fire comes up out from that stone and consumes that sacrifice. And Gideon watches in awe as the Lord leaves. And you, you trace the story on forward just a little bit. It comes to the, the most famous part of the fleece. How many remember the fleece part of Gideon? <laughs> Let me, let me poll the crowd. This is probably a good place. Has anybody in the room ever second-guessed God? Come on, you lie, you fry, just maybe. Some of you lying. You're not raising, you're not waving, you're not doing nothing. And I felt a few of you out there, I'm not raising my hand for that. Well, we know. We know the truth. Why? Questioning is normal. You ever question your spouse? <laughs> okay. Um, 
Just bring a little reality back to the room. You ever question your children? Mm. Mm. Questioning's no, it's inevitable. It's, it's in us. And, 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 and so we, we trace it forward here. Go, go on down just a little bit, if you will, in your Bible to, to verse 36. Gideon said unto God, if thou will save Israel by my hand. God, I hate to be caught up on this, but I know you said it, but I'd like to put a fleece, maybe of wool in the floor, and if the dew be on the fleece only. Where did you come up with this? <laughs> Where did you come? God, if it's really you, um, I'm going to take some wool. We'll call it a fleece. I'll put it, put it on the ground in, in the morning. Maybe just let it be wet and the ground will be dry and I'll know it's you. Like God standing talking to you, that wasn't. The fire on the stone thing didn't do it for you? How many in the room could say, I would love that? Like God's not even that clear sometimes with me. Pastor's like sweaty and spits a little bit and I'm like, oh, okay, that's, I think that's. We got fire coming up out of a rock and Gideon, we barely get anywhere and Gideon's like, mm, if it's really you. <laughs> you know what I say? Thanks Gideon for making me feel normal. Thanks that I'm not the only one. He's a mighty man of valor and he still has questions. You listen to me. Your questions have not disqualified you from his greatness for your life. I feel that for somebody. I know that he touched you and you had a breakthrough a year ago and here you are 12 months later and you're like, I don't know, man. If he really touched me, why am I questioning? Because you're normal. You're human. And when you stop being human, Enoch will see you. Adios. But you're normal. That's why when we come in this church, we got to come in here and we got to get our flesh under subjection and we got we to gotta tell the enemy and the oppressor of our life, you're not going to keep me like some bashful kid in the corner not knowing who I am. And Gideon, Gideon said, let there, be, let there be dew on just that fleece. And how many remember right here? He wakes up the next day and what's, what's there? There's, there's dew. And, and since he is such a man of faith, brother heaven, he's such a mighty man of valor. He says, mm, mm, just, mm, I think this was you, but that could have been coincidence. <laughs> you ever wonder how God feels at some of our still like, I know that that, I mean, the fire thing was cool. Finding me in my hiding spot, that was weird. It was cool. The fleece, it could have been you. Could have been a weird humidity night. You know what we do, we try to reason that out. How about tomorrow? <laughs> we tell God how to prove that he's God. How about tomorrow we'll do the fleece thing, but we'll reverse it. <laughs> then, then you'll be God. I wonder, like, how is God going along with it? You know God wanted to be like, just do it. Like, 
But he wakes up the next day. He feels over and the fleece is dry. He's like, oh no, oh, wait, wait, wait. I asked him today to, and the ground is wet. At some point, please hear me. At some point, the excuse has got to be over. Here we are. We've worked all the way. At some point, you just got to get in the fight. Boy, that's a word for somebody. At some point, you just got to say, okay, the hiding place, uno. Fire out of the room, dos. What's next? Uno, dos. Tres. Somebody sounded way better than others, whoever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just the fleet. Uno, dos, tres. At some, four. At some point, there's enough proof. I don't have a bullhorn, but I got the microphone. And I'm here to tell you, he is the God he says he is. He is the God this word says he is. For anybody that thinks he can't bring you through, I've watched him bring too many people through. The Midianites are not too big. Your family dynamic is not too big for him. Your mental battle is not too big for him. You say, but I don't know if he wants to use me. I came from a, listen, I came from a place of devotion to tell you this. It's you. It's you, Brother House. It's you. What? It's you. It's you, Brother Traviolt. It's you. It's you, Brother Faulkner. It's you. Hmm. Brother Sleva, you. Not your neighbor, not your friend, not your pupil, you. Because for Gideon, it was the Midianites, but for you, it's the thing against your family and, you, and your friends. How about this? Your church. It's the thing that's after you. Brother Skillman, you. You, Brother Campbell, you. Your battle and my battle are different, but you're enough. You're enough. Not by yourself and not in that hiding place and not at this stone and not asking for another fleece. But when you finally say, all right, let's fight. Enough is enough. And by yourself, you can't do it. But I'm telling you this, with God on your side, you are able. In the balcony, it's you. In the main, in the choir loft, it's you. You gotta square your shoulders. Somebody throw your hands towards heaven and say, I'm ready. Not me. But him. That's why we got to make sure we're hiding in him, not from him. I would have never even known there was a thing to hide from him. Who introduced that to us? <clears throat> Old Adam and Eve. Thanks a lot. Right? Remember that, Genesis 8? Genesis 8 and 3. Here comes the Lord walking. 
where are my kids? They're playing hide and seek with God. Hiding from God. Why? Because they were living in sin. And any time you are living in sin, you will automatically begin to separate yourself from God. You will. And you will hide from the... I'm going to tell you something else. Everybody won't like this right now. But uh, people will start avoiding spiritual people. You know that aunt that you know is always talking in tongues? You get a little sin in your life? Hey, we're all meeting at Aunt B's. I think I'm working on anything. Be sitting in church, show up just a little bit late to church. You see that spiritual person go? See one of the ministers coming? I've seen, pe- I've seen people not living right get real engaged in immediate conversations when I walk close. You doing good? How are you doing? Oh, pastor, that doesn't, come on. Normal. What are you picking up? Normal. You didn't start it. Good news. Adam and Eve got you into this. If you've ever wanted to pass the buck, learned it from my father. (laughs) Adam and Eve started us on this hiding thing. Let me read you some scriptures, just a few scriptures. Let's put them on the screen. Let's go to the psalmist here, Psalm 17 and 8. Psalm 17 and 8 talks about being the apple of his eye. Psalm 17 and 8, throw it on the screen if you can, please. If not, open your Bible. Sorry, I know we're a little relying on our technology. Psalm 17 and 8 says, Keep me as the apple of thy eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Don't leave me by myself. I don't want to be alone. Keep me as the apple of thy eye. Hide me under the shadow. Psalm chapter 27 and verse 5 tells me that when I'm in trouble, he's going to hide me in his pavilion. He's going to hide me in his pavilion. Psalms 91 and verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We're going to baptize a few people. We're going to baptize a few people and anybody else that hasn't been baptized and knows you need to be because he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But let me tell you a part of why we're baptized because Colossians 2 says we are buried not apart from him, with him in baptism. And Colossians chapter 3 and verse 3 says that while ye are dead, your life is hid with Christ. I came with a very clear and a very simple word for somebody here this morning. You can either hide from him or you can hide in him. Gideon, what are you doing? He told me who I am. He, Gideon, brother Friendly, Gideon should have went looking for him. But he was done. 
He was exhausted. He had turned the stories into fables. It wasn't that he didn't want to show up for church. He just didn't have the heart to believe anymore. I'll show up for your service, but you're not getting me to your altar call. And God said, you're the one. I'm talking to the young man. I'm talking to the mother. I'm talking to the grandfather. I'm talking to the individual in this room that needs your family to be saved. Reason we're putting such emphasis on our families tonight is because the devil wants them. He's after your marriage. He's after your kids. He's after your family. Single parent, you hear me right now. You can do it. Not on your own, but with God. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, well, when they go to their moms, when they go to their dad, man, I feel this right now. I'm going to address this. When they go to their moms, this happens. When they go to their dads, this happens. What you're responsible for is whether when you get the chance to fight, do you fight for what is righteous? I'm asking Gideon in the room, are you still hiding or are you? How many words do you need, Gideon? How many fleeces do you need? If you've been hiding, God knows you're hiding. Don't you lift your hands with me? I, huh. Oh, I'm asking for every person that knows how to pray to begin to pray in this room right now that those who have felt like they're not enough would begin to feel the encouragement. Whew. Oh, oh. Oh, Jesus. Come on, would you pray with me? If, you're a, if you've gone here for any season of time, you ought to just help me right now. Lord, I pray for every man and every woman in this room. I pray for every person that feels like Gideon that's having to thresh in secret, that's having his harvest destroyed by the enemy whose mind or heart or spirit has been under attack. They might be here this morning and they're always frustrated and they don't even want to be. They always feel argumentative and they don't even really want to be. It's become the defense mechanism where we don't know what to do anymore. There's no... Come on, just like Acts 2 where they were sitting, right where you're at, would you begin to pray, pray, pray. Let something transfer around this room right now. God. Jesus. Jesus. I know you've been hiding, but he knows you're hiding. 
heard what he did for the, for the grandparents, but I don't know, I don't know. I know what grandma said he did, but I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Where? Where is that God? I'm preaching to the great saint, the great individual in this room that's a little like Gideon. And he's calling you, but you've got an if. You've got a why, you've got a where in your spirit. I don't know if he's real. Why am I dealing with this? Where are the miracles of the elders in my life? You got a how in your spirit. How is he going to do it? Surely the Lord is going to be with you. Oh, let prayer be all over this room. Balcony, main level. Whether you're seated or standing, it doesn't matter right now. Let's just pray all over this room. God, I want somebody to call your spouse's name. Call your children's names. I don't normally say this, but you might even have a a previous spouse. There's been hurt. There's been contention. I want you to pray even for them right now. setting under the sound of my voice and the enemy's been attacking your spouse you don't feel like you have enough but I'm telling you you do in your prayer you do Somebody, you might change your entire mindset if you just start praying out loud. You are able. I believe that you are able. Come on, you might change everything if you'd start saying, I believe you can use me, God. I haven't doubted that you can use others. I've just doubted you can use me. But you are able to use me. 